Thank you so much for checking out the Christian Church of Clarendon Hills podcast. We hope that you enjoy today's sermon. We invite you to stop by www.cccch.org to find out more about our church and to make plans to visit us on a Sunday morning. One of the things that I look forward to every couple of years are the Olympics. I think this is something we all enjoy, and hopefully they will be able to happen later this summer. Our anticipation builds as we get closer and closer, even though we're just spectators. You know, I can't imagine the anticipation, excitement, pressure that the athletes themselves feel. They are representing their entire country, knowing that bringing home the gold medal can make a difference in their life and their country for years to come. These athletes put in so much time, energy, and effort to train for their moment in the spotlight. Now, we only see them perform in the spotlight, but we hardly see what they do for the months and years prior to their event. You know, as they spend time training in the gym, they have one goal in mind, to win gold. Now, some achieve that, and some don't, but still are successful in their spotlight moment. But what happens when the spotlight's over? What happens when the Olympics are done or, worse yet, don't even happen? I mean, what happens when the go-for-gold mentality no longer applies? You know, regardless if the athlete gets gold, gets disqualified, still gets on the podium, gets last place, the pursuit of going for gold ends at some point. So then what's next? I think this feeling of what's next is the only way that you and I can relate to these Olympic athletes. In our success-driven, achievement-based, need-to-be-the-best-life-we-live, go-for-gold may not be the motto, the gold medal may not be the prize, but it's definitely the mindset. Personal development, academic achievement, career promotion, success. Now, all of these in and of themselves are not bad things, but what happens on the other side of it? What happens when it's not enough? Why is it that Olympic athletes struggle to find normalcy and purpose in life after their achievements? Why is it that success and achievement never seem to fully satisfy us in this life? You know, before answering this question, I want to point out that we sometimes bring this mentality to our faith, to our relationship with Jesus, which is why our Christian faith sometimes feels more like a list of do's and don'ts instead of a personal friendship. We feel like we have to go for gold, train diligently, be a better person, impress God and others, achieve spiritual gold. But the opposite is true. Because of what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago, dying on the cross to take the punishment for my sin and yours, and resurrecting from the dead to overcome the power of sin and death, by faith in Jesus alone, we are able to be in right relationship with Him. We have our spiritual gold medal, not because of anything we did, but because of everything Jesus did. So think of it this way. An American athlete wins the gold medal, but instead of just them winning it, anyone who is an American is considered a gold medalist. You get the publicity, the status, the late night talk show interviews, the financial endorsements. You get your picture on a Wheaties box, the autograph session. You get everything and you did nothing. Wouldn't that be pretty awesome? 
Yet this is our reality in Christ. As the Apostle Paul writes in Romans 5, 1 and 2, which says this, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. You see, we have been made right with God, peace restored with God, and we are counted as perfect through the eyes of our Father because of our faith in Jesus. We have the spiritual gold medal. So what comes after that? Well, we we find ourselves back to our original dilemma. What happens after we've got the gold? Answer, we enjoy the gold by helping others enjoy their gold. For the actual Olympians, once they are done training and competing, the most successful ones who don't crash and burn are the ones who use their talents and gifts to benefit others. They continue to grow in their skill and knowledge of their sport or competition, but going for gold isn't the end game. It's helping others. Growth is not about going for gold. It's about helping others train and grow to be the best version of themselves. This is the type of life God wants for us as his spiritual gold medalist. We grow in our relationship with God because we desire to help others see the gold medal that awaits them by faith. We want them to experience the life as a spiritual gold medalist, the life we were all created for. The Apostle Paul also writes about it in this way, in a different part of the Bible. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10 says this, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You see, what Paul is reminding us in these verses is that we didn't do anything to earn our gold. But once we have the gold, we live as a gold medalist, pursuing God, growing in our relationship with Him, living a life that reflects our gold medal that God has created us for, something He prepared for us to do in advance. And when we do this, we enjoy this life on earth to the full. We lose the need to achieve and please and perform, but instead we embrace the grace and freedom that comes from Him alone. And so this summer, we begin a new series entitled Cross Training. This series is all about growing in your personal relationship with God, not because you're trying to earn His favor and love, but because this is how you were created to live once you are in relationship with God. The cross of Christ, his death and resurrection alone, is what allows us to be in right relationship with God. It's what allows us to be the spiritual gold medalist. So with this mindset, we then lose the weight and burden of trying to please God and to earn gold. And instead, we embrace our status as his child. On this Father's Day, this is such a great reminder for us all. Think back on your relationship with your dad. You know, there was nothing you could do that would not make you his child. You don't have to earn the title of child. You are immediately given that title because your mom and dad created you. This is why so many times God refers to himself as father 
And the church, the followers of Jesus, are a part of the family of God. We're considered children of God. See, once you put your faith in Jesus, you're a child of God. You're part of his family. You are a recipient of a gold medal. Now, it's from the cross that the training begins. It's from relationship with Jesus that spiritual training begins. The work of growth begins just like it would when we became children ourselves. You begin to learn things from your mom and from your dad. How to eat, sleep, walk on your own, how to ride your bike, tie your shoes, get dressed on your own, and and then you start learning basic hygiene practices like deodorant and showering and clipping your nails and then you're learning how to drive how to get a job how to use money how to develop time management skills and then at some point the hope is that you grow up and begin to help others do the same you know maybe it's not within the context of a family and marriage but every parent wants their kids to grow into an adult who consistently contributes to society making a positive difference in society Now, during this whole time, the growing doesn't stop. The teaching doesn't stop. The encouragement doesn't stop. The training doesn't stop. The relationship grows and grows between parent and child, even though that skills are learned and developed, they change over time. Now, this is true of our relationship with God. We spend the rest of our lives growing to be more like Jesus, not because we're trying to earn gold, but because we already have gold. Not because we are training to be made right with God, but it's because of the cross. And the cross gives us the power to train and to be more like Jesus and share his love to the world. We were created for this. And when we pursue this growth through cross training, we show others around us their need for the cross, their need for a relationship with Jesus, for their opportunity to have gold and enjoy gold in this life. But as you and I can agree, growth is hard. (laughs) Training is hard. It takes time and requires much discipline. Once again, the Apostle Paul has something else to say about this to a young pastor named Timothy. He writes this to him in one of his letters in 1 Timothy 4, 6-8, which says this, If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you'll be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. So, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. So, Paul is telling Timothy that because we know the truth of the cross of Christ, as he describes in verse 6, because we have received spiritual gold in Jesus— we now are able to move forward. And he talks about moving forward in verses 7 and 8, which is this, is that we train ourselves to be godly, to be like our gold medal champion himself and reflect that life to others. You see, there is benefit to discipline ourselves now and for eternity, but it's not to earn gold. It's not to replicate the work of the cross, but to live the life our Father created us to live, the only life worth living, the only life that is personally satisfying and can make an impact on others now and forevermore. So what do we need to do to train? How can we grow in godliness? How can we be more like Jesus and reflect our gold medal status? The answer, spiritual disciplines. 
Spiritual disciplines are the things we do to grow closer to God and be more like Jesus. We don't do these things to be more loved. We do them because we are loved. We don't pursue growth because we haven't earned the gold. We grow so that our life shows others their need for gold. We don't train to earn cross status. The cross is what compels us, empowers us to train. So we train and discipline and grow not to earn gold, but to reflect God and grow closer to Him. So what are these spiritual disciplines, you may ask? Well, there there are quite a few, but this summer, we're not going to look at all of them, but each week we're going to look at a specific one to help us grow in our gold medal status. So we're going to spend these next six weeks of the summer looking at six different spiritual disciplines that can help us live out our gold medal status, be spiritual cross trainers. As well, we won't just be talking about these disciplines on Sundays only. We will be providing you with online resources and content that will help you grow in these spiritual disciplines every week. So if you haven't already, make sure you like or follow us on, social, on our social media platforms and make sure you have subscribed to our weekly email list. Every Friday, I send out an email with important information for the week and weekend ahead. And these emails will include some of these resources on training in these spiritual disciplines. Now, before wrapping up our time together this morning, I want to highlight a few of these as we prepare ourselves to continue in this journey of cross training, to live life as gold medalists this summer. We will look at some of the more well-known ones at the beginning of our series, like Bible reading and prayer. And then we'll also look at some less known ones that are very valuable to us, like silence and fasting. And then we'll end our summer by looking at some disciplines that impact others immediately, evangelism and generosity. Our focus in all of this, remember, is not to earn cross status, gold status, right relationship with God status. Our goal is to train to grow closer and closer to Jesus, to reflect our Savior to others and help connect others to Jesus so that they too can become like Jesus and proclaim Jesus as their Savior, the one who gives them gold and helps them live the new life, the best life that he has for them in this life and life forevermore. So right now we're going to head into a time of communion where we remember the cross. We remember what Jesus did for us through his death and resurrection and how he allows us to experience his love and forgiveness right now. If you haven't already, you can find something around your home that represents the juice and the bread that we take to remember his body broken and his blood shed for us. In a moment, Pastor Brett will be leading us in taking communion together. But before he does that, Let me pray for you and for us that are gathering together in this moment. Jesus, we thank you for the cross. We thank you uh, that you allow us to be in this relationship with you, not because of anything we've done, but because of everything that you have done for us. And so help us to remember and reflect on that truth today as we take communion together. We thank you and we would ask you, Jesus, through the power of your spirit to give us the, the strength and the encouragement to train and to grow closer to you uh, throughout this summer as we look to reflect you and represent you to those around us. We thank you, Jesus, and we ask all these things in your name. Amen.
We hope that you've enjoyed today's sermon. Please check us out at www.ccch.org and plan a visit for next Sunday. We would love to see you.